Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 14, The Actor. One of your favorites. You know, I kind of wonder, why did, like, this isn't a very creative name for the episode. No. Not at all. Like, we just came from the stand who came to dinner, and now it's just called The Actor. Yeah. I and mean, it's, I'm gonna it's be not honest, wrong, but... I kind of appreciate the bland names, because then I can remember them better. <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah. that yeah. That's true. That is true. It's just, I wish it was more consistent. I get it. I get it. Like, like how Grey's Anatomy is song names, or yes, Friends yes. is the episode where, yeah, I get that. Honestly, Friends is probably my favorite for that reason. For sure, for sure. It's Absolutely. very helpful. I've noticed in the later seasons, they do a lot more, like, clever, mm-hmm. in quotes, um, titles. Gotcha. But Punny. Yeah, exactly. Lots of puns. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get educated. So... The description of this episode is, a famous actor in town for a local play tries to carry on separate clandestine affairs with Dorothy, Rose, and Blanche at the same time. Well, um, I need the definition for the word clandestine. Jenna, I'm not kidding. I literally had just highlighted it. I looked this up like hours ago. And I just like clicked on it to see what it was. So clandestine means, oh yeah. Or is it, I think it's clandestine. Oh really? I don't know though. Wait, let me, let me hit the little um, speaker. Clandestine. Oh, okay. clandestine. Go me. Clandestine. Good job. Um, Kept secret or done secretively, especially because mm. illicit. Yeah, okay. That's. Accurate. I like that word though. That's a fun fancy I know. word. Great job. I mean, I got it from IMDb as well, usual, yeah. but um, I wonder where, who wrote that? Like, if that was written recently or mm, back in the day. For sure. Like, if that was in the TV guide. Yeah. Probably not. All right. So, the guest stars on this episode, and there were quite a few. Um, yeah. Lloyd Boschner as Patrick Vaughn. Janet Carroll as Phyllis Hamro. Hamro, whatever. Uh-huh. Frank Bierney as Stage Manager. And whose Ruth... name was ed his name was ed did you catch that oh no i didn't even catch that that's our third ed oh my gosh so many eds yeah okay go on and then ruth cohen as woman at play tryouts which woman we will never know nope <laughs> never ever <laughs> no i i i didn't even think about it um, this episode aired on January 17th, 1987, which is Betty White's birthday. Aw, love yeah. that. I remember because we share a half birthday. I mean, I, my half birthday is her birthday. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there wasn't too much going on on this day besides it being Betty White's birthday. Um, yeah. A popular song at the time was Janet Jackson, Control, and we just watched, well, you listened and I watched the yeah, music I, video. Yeah, and um it was like a nine minute long music video like it was super long um but it was like there's like a little sketch at the beginning with janet jackson and i don't know if it was her real parents or whatever but they were like in control of her and she couldn't make her own choices and then it was a song about that or whatever but it was really good like i obviously were both familiar with michael jackson um but not so much, and I know Jackson Five um, songs yeah. pretty well. Um, but like not, solo work, yeah. But um, Janet Jackson, I don't really know much about her or listen to her or anything. And I watched that music video; very impressive. Her dance skills. I mean, that family yeah. can dance. <laughs> I mean, really. Um, I remember my um, my very first. Did you know the Vitamin String Quartet? Yeah. Yeah, my very first vitamin string quartet song Mm -hmm. was Control. Really? Yeah, you know, and I'm totally going to cut this out, but do you know how I, like, heard of that song? No. 
I texted Cha Cha for like a song recommendation, Stop. and they recommended that Vitamin String Quartet or something like that. Please keep it, Jackson. Please keep this in. That's okay. amazing. I <laughs> yeah, love that. So that's so amazing. I love Cha Cha. Two four two two four two. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then um, the second fun fact about this day was aretha franklin jimmy lee was popular at the time and we listened to that and oh my gosh yeah. that song was precious i know the skill too it, oh so good she's amazing i mean we don't even have to say that but that song was so nope. cute and the music video was kind of cute too it was like this really adorable um i, th- I think they were like in high school um, Jimmy Lee and Jimmy Lee was like it, he seemed to be like the bad boy of the high school he had on like a leather jacket Ooh. and um, all black and he looked pretty sharp and then um, he was passing notes with this girl this teacher had no control of her classroom and she's oh, like no. all on Jimmy Lee and he's passing notes with this girl and it was oh. it was pretty cute love that yeah it was a good song <laughs> um Okay, so some fun facts that I found on IMDb. Um, this one's pretty cool. Um, you kind of wonder when you're watching this episode, like, if the play in it is, like, a real play mm, or mm-hmm. if it was, like, inspired by anything. But um, it was spoofed. Okay, let me just read the fact. In 1986, so the year before this um, aired, Rue McClanahan co-starred at a production of Picnic, the play this episode spoofs. Oh. Uh... Okay. And it was filmed for Showtime, so maybe there's a way we can watch it. But oh, man, please. The play was a spoof of Picnic, which totally makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I Because I always wanted to know, like, what this play was, like, really about. I wish they kind of talked about at least, like, the broad plot of it. I know. Like, they go from the Diary of Anne Frank to this play. Right. And also, what the heck kind of play is it that only has three parts and the mm-hmm. rest are like a bunch of non-speaking townspeople yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like that would have added a lot to the episode if they if we had figured out you know like what it was about or maybe picnic was a very popular you know thing at the oh, time maybe and people just maybe. in general knew about it i don't know maybe because it seemed like the audience was getting a kick of how cheesy it was mm. mm-hmm but like maybe the play had aired on Showtime the le- mm-hmm. the previous year and people were talking about it or it was fresh on their brains. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So I had forgotten this until I read the facts, but I do remember um the guy who plays Patrick. He also is in a season four episode where he plays a hairdresser named Eduardo. <gasps> oh, that's the um episode where they're all like getting old lady hairdos and stuff right? yes they oh my they all gosh. get the sophia right yes that's so funny, so funny. i, I like that, that actor he's he's good i think he's so funny i he think is. he does a great job yeah he has a very charming voice he does he does okay so the episode also aired on betty white's like i said her birthday but it was her 65th birthday mm, yeah and this one's kind of like a um one that IMDb calls a goof. Um, when Phyllis Hammer walks on stage with a hand fan, you know how she like has a fan in her hand? Mm-hmm. Um, she flicks it and the fan splits in half. Mm-hmm. Did you ever notice I this? I didn't rec- realize that. I read this fact before I watched the episode and it's true. It flicks in half and she goes on ignoring it and even though you hear some laughs and in the next shot, the fan is opened and unbroken. Mm. So it probably was not supposed to happen. Oops, that's funny. I know, I love things like that. Yeah, for But she sure. just goes with it. Yeah, for sure. She's a trooper. God, what an actor. God, what an actor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want to get into our Golden Girls and talk about the actor? Yes. So the episode begins with a quick, like a very, very quick, that we've had a lot of like driveway shots that yes. have started the episodes, but this one started with a really quick taxi shot and Sophia is coming home wearing a very heavy coat that is covering up a pirate outfit. Yes. Oh my gosh. She 
whenever she comes in like that, she always looks so suspicious. And it's like, Sophia, come on. We know, like, you're hiding something. Oh, no. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I know. And it turns out that she's working at Captain Jack's Seafood Shanty. Yes. I'm wondering if that's like, is that like a fast food restaurant, I'm assuming? I'm assuming so, yeah. Kind of okay. like a um, Popeye's, or not that Popeye's is mostly seafood, but like um, Captain What's D's. The... Yes, yes, that's what I was thinking of. Um, And so I like that she, I just wanted to mention that I like that she gets a job. Oh, Lots of old people sure. get jobs. I think it's important for older people, especially if they're able to, to keep their mind busy and, you know, yeah. have something to do rather than just sit at home, you know? Yeah. We always talk about how, um, we always talk about how it bothers us that Sophia, like, steals money from Dorothy. Mm-hmm. At least she's taking initiative. Absolutely. And, like, Grandma worked until very recently. And- yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was very good for her. I mean, yeah, we wanted yeah. her to slow down and she'll never do that. But um, I think it's important. I know. And I'm not saying she needs to work 40 hours a week. No. But, like, I think this is great. I was really excited to, like, think yeah, about it that way. For sure. So, um, at this point, Dorothy, like, you know, forbids her from working. And Sophia says, what are you going to do? Send me back to that crummy old folks home? <laughs> and they actually mentioned Shady Pines by name. And mm-hmm. I don't think this is, like, the first mention of Shady Pines. But it's still, like, I forget, like, very early on in the series. Like, just saying Shady Pines wasn't, like, a running joke. Yeah. Shady so, Pines, Ma. Yeah, we Shady haven't gone to that point. Ma. No, Dorothy just says, oh, Shady Pines is a beautiful retirement village. Mm-hmm. Village. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Blanche and Rose come in with some very, very exciting news about who is going to be starring in the community theater play. Yes. I mean, they are ecstatic. Oh, they are. And can and I just love- mention again that they're, again, involved with the community, just doing... See, why can they yes. have stuff to do, but not Dor- or Sophia? Yeah. And what's funny is they're not just in the plays. They're also on the welcoming committee for the play organization. I mean, that's, that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. They have to, like, buy two for seven champagne at the, the store. Yeah. And, like flowers and stuff. A lot of responsibility. Yeah, they, yeah, I know. They get to, but I mean, they're reaping the benefits. They get to meet people like Patrick Vaughn. Oh, Patrick Vaughn. Patrick Vaughn. I mean, he's the greatest, one of the greatest all-time TV actors. He is the sexiest man on television. I mean, mm. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I do love the second, though, where before they tell Dorothy who's going to star in the play, Dorothy's like, I know who it is. It's going to be Phyllis Hammerow, and she sucks. <laughs> and they talk about how she was in the diary of Anne Frank, and the audience shouted, she's in the attic. She's in the attic. Oh, my gosh. That's awful. So I know. Funny. I know. I I don't know. I think that that joke, though, that one thing that makes that like it awakens something in my brain. I wonder, why did they have a gr- Like, was she Anne Frank in the play? Yeah. Why was an old lady playing Anne Frank? I never thought about that. Yeah, I was like, these people have some weird choices for- You know, maybe, um, and I'm just, you know, playing devil's advocate. Maybe she was, what? Who? what's the woman's name who was the other family's mom? Mrs. Von Dunn. Yeah, I, I'm going to assume that she was her. <laughs> yeah, let's go for that. Let's go I for don't that. Know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But the uh, they tell Dorothy that the person is going to be Mr. Patrick Vaughn. They freak out. And I mean, Dorothy r- almost, like, needs a, to go, like, to a room by herself and, like, absorb <laughs> this information. I mean, I she, know. like, freaks. She really does. And at first I was like, why is Dorothy taking it so much like harder than the other girls? But then I realized those girls already know at mm-hmm. this point. So they're telling Dorothy it is Dorothy's moment to, to absorb the yeah. information for the first time. But I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, wow. She needs a moment. Yeah, she did need a moment. 
And Rose says, I hate to admit it, but he melts my haagen Oh my gosh. So Rose, innocent. you trap. So innocent. I know. Uh. So Sophia tries to sneak out in that pirate's uniform. And question. Mm-hmm. Why is she going to work now? Even though she just came home in a taxi in the uniform. That's a great question. Yeah, I can't think of anything. I can't either, unless my only thought is maybe she was um, getting her uniform. Like, this was maybe her first day and she was getting her uniform from someplace. She's getting fitted. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense, I guess. I love the moment where Dorothy says... I love the moment where Dorothy says, over my dead body. And Sophia, like, takes out her sword and says, fine, have it your way. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Hysterical. And then I love when Dorothy's like, just go ahead. I'm tired of arguing with you. I never noticed that line until today when I watched it. Really? And that makes me think of me at school sometimes. I was going to say that because I'm like, I literally do this all the time at school. Like, I'm tired of arguing with you. Just go away. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I never noticed that line before. That's so sad. and I think about it. this episode whenever I do it. Oh really? Uh huh. Well, now I will too. Yep. <laughs> um. So later, the girls are at the playhouse. Woohoo! They're getting mm-hmm. ready for Patrick Vaughn. Yeah. You know they've got their champagne and their flowers and. Oh my gosh, even Sophia came out to welcome him in her pirate costume. And then Patrick Vaughn Mm -hmm. arrives. Yes, he does. I have questions. Mm -hmm. What is his accent? Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know. On Patrick Vaughn. Yeah, I'm not so sure what it is or. Because it's not British. No. It's like almost like a New England, not New England, but you know. It sounds fancy. Not New York, but like, like a, like a New Hampshire, Vermont, like, I don't know. Like just very bougie. Yes. Maybe it's like an old timey. Does it, you know, the accent that they used to teach old Hollywood people? Yeah. That's, like I think, that, exactly maybe? what it is. I think okay. so. Like, okay. Like, yeah. very... It's supposed to be neutral. Exactly. I think that's exactly what it is. Okay. That kind of makes sense. Um, and one quick thing I tried to not notice once I noticed it. Does he have, like, a brown toupee on his head? Caroline, I was going to mention that. Yes. I was going to ask you if you thought it was a toupee or not. I think so, because it's almost worse than Stanley's. I agree. Patrick Vaughn's is brown. Yeah, And then he's got gray on Uh his sideburns and under his head. Yeah, it's either that or he only gets the top of his head dyed or something. Because it's very very brown. Yes, and then there's definitely gray under it. Okay, I'm glad you noticed that too. But had you noticed that before? That was the first time I noticed it. Okay, okay. Like dang, like I and think... he's like obviously a dream boat to everybody. Right, like, right, why right. aren't they saying anything? Yeah, um, I think we need to take an Instagram poll and ask our friends on Instagram what they think. Was Patrick Vaughn wearing a toupee or was it? Yeah, I'll get like a really good picture of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> um, the girls are like gonna show up around the theater. Mm-hmm. And I love the part where there's so many good lines this episode. Mm-hmm. Blanche says, I have the, she wants to give the tour because she's had the most experience performing here. Mm-hmm. And Dorothy said, Blanche, the parking lot doesn't count. I'll do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. She doesn't, she, she goes to the parking lot. I mean, there's dressing rooms. I'm sure there's, there was a couch in that room. I, mean, I know it's it's so funny. Yeah. Who who even knows? It's just or maybe it's just Dorothy being funny. Yeah, Dorothy being Dorothy. Yeah, Dorothy being Dorothy. Ugh. <laughs> but Patrick can't stay. He's going to a meeting about his next uh, character he'll be portraying, which is a tangerine and a fruit commercial. 
Oh, so important. Yeah. Um, question. So, I've always kind of wondered this. He's supposed to be this, like, really sexy actor on mm-hmm. TV. And, like, what kinds of parts is he playing where he's, like, all of a sudden playing, like, a tangerine in a commercial? Well, I mean, a lot of the times, I mean, I get it, the tangerine, but, like, when, I feel like when actors get a certain age, they start, like, promoting, you know, whatever they're promoting, whether it be, like, insurance or a cell phone plan that they like. But usually, when they're doing that, and I totally agree with you, they're being themselves. You're right. Because they have enough notoriety to be like, hi, I'm Patrick Vaughn. And I've been using, like, Verizon for a long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I always like to picture him as a... I wonder if he's, like, a comedy actor and is doing it for, like, a funny thing. Or if it's, like, a Fruit of the Loom thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no judgment. Like, whatever he wants to do. Like, he obviously agreed to do it. I just... And maybe they just did it for the fruit jokes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, But he is a huge heartthrob because he leaves and he's like, I hope that you'll all be auditioning for the female lead part. (laughs) He's such a flirt. I know. He really is. And he establishes that right away. Oh, he certainly does. (laughs) I love the shot after he leaves of the girls in the doorway. Mm -hmm. And like Dorothy. Yeah, Dorothy's like braced up against the wall and all the other two girls poke their heads around to see him. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just a good visual. (laughs) It is. But next we're we're at the audition scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is actually, I, this is where I made the note about the toupee. I didn't notice it before, but this is where I noticed it. Um, so Dorothy's auditioning and I thought she was fine. I didn't think she did a good, I mean, a bad job. Mm-mm. I think she was a little, <laughs> I think you could tell she was so infatuated with the actor yeah. I thought it did hinder her performance a little bit, but... Okay, okay. I mean, that was also Dorothy playing B. Arthur, B. Arthur playing Dorothy playing another part. Yes, accurate. So I'm sure it was important, like, you know. Yeah. I, mean. I could see her, like, overacting a little bit. Yeah, I think I she was doing to... it on purpose. I want you to take me, Biff. Mm. Right here on the stage. Mm-hmm. And then... Blanche. It's Blanche's so turn. I, well, oh, I was talking about her audition, but yeah, before we get there, I can't mm-hmm. believe that Blanche and, and, and Rose were laughing about Dorothy being the prettiest girl in the county. Yeah, I I really don't appreciate this. I don't appreciate those jokes about Dorothy being ugly. No, no, no. And I don't appreciate the jokes about Blanche being fat. Yes, agreed. Much, much agree. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes even the Rose jokes, Rose being stupid gets a little on your nerves. I mean, I get, I like, they're not as bad as the fat jokes and the ugly jokes, but. And you know, it depends on the joke too. Accurate. That's very accurate. Yeah. Um, but I love Blanche's audition where she likes just a moment. And she, like, reveals her giant boobs that she has all of a sudden. And I love the fact that they're not, like, you know, tissue paper or, you know, something normal that people would stuff their bra with. It's literally inflatable boobies. I know, I know, I know, I know. That's freaking hysterical. I know. And this is a moment. Um, last week we talked about um, Ruba Clanahan and we like mm-hmm. learned about her theater background and this is a moment when the audience is laughing and how she's using that dead like space yes. to like keep getting her outfit ready that's when you can really tell that she's yes. a theater actor yes and exactly and like I remember when we you know did our you know time in theater um, yes our theater teacher Miss Matia, just I just remember her talking about that and just really living the moment and yeah you know, like if they're laughing like don't stop yeah like just give it like, to him keep giving it to him yeah and it's it's so good well after blanche's audition and it's too bad we don't get rose's audition oh, i know i don't know how she did it but she didn't do a good job enough because phyllis hammerow got the part mm-hmm. 
She did. And then someone else got the sheriff's part. And then everybody else that auditioned will be non-speak. I hate how he says oh non-speaking gosh. townspeople. Like, so weird. I'm sorry. What kind of plays are these people picking where they only have like three speaking parts? Right, right. Like, clearly there's a lot of interest in the theater. Yeah. Like, why aren't they doing part like plays with more speaking roles? Yeah. And like, just saying, and then they did the Diary of Anne Frank the year before. That play only has a few people in it. Right. So weird. Not great choices, people. No. But I mean, who are we? Who are we? What do we know? What do we know? Oh, well, they do the sound of music at one point. They do cats. That's still not very um, many. And it's kids. A lot of the roles are kids. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, people. sound of music isn't that many. And then cats is mostly dancing. So that's really specific. Like, needs But there. I, I think know. that would be really cool with elderly people. Not el- They're not that old. But I think with the older group of people i yeah. think cats could be really cool yeah touch me <laughs> i wish we knew what parts they played when they were in the um when they were in those plays yeah cool. i can't wait for those episodes okay so after the auditions basically to, to just skip right through all the stuff that happens um blanche rose and Dorothy all individually come back because Blanche forgets her purse mm-hmm. and then Rose comes back for Blanche and then Dorothy comes back for Blanche and Rose mm-hmm. just like looking for each other and they all encounter Patrick mm-hmm. individually by mm-hmm. themselves and Patrick pretty much uses the same lines on all yes. the girls he's like and I hate that I hate when men do that yeah it, it just... it, I think it's I think it's good for the story oh for we're... sure absolutely but obviously we are immediate we are not fans of patrick no 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 but he he asks them out and they all at least rose and Dor- uh, rose and uh blanche both say like oh oh i get it i have people magazine when when he talks about how he's going through a nasty divorce and they're like oh i have people magazine i get it like i get it yeah um and, I mean, that's all I really have to say about that part. He just asks them all out. Yeah. Except that Rose, when she's asked out, she says, jeepers, yes. <laughs> she's so cute. I know. And like, oh. <clears throat> I'm going to be honest. I'm really proud of Rose for, like, I mean, not really because it was kind of dirty what she did. But, I mean, what all of them did. But I like that she kept the secret. She did a very good job keeping her secret. I know. We know that Rose isn't that good at keeping secrets. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing I wanted to say about these parts, too, is, like, the girls have very similar lines, at least Rose and Blanche, because mm-hmm. you don't see as much with Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Like, they both say, yeah, I'd like to um, wait until my roommates hear about this. But right. what's so cool is they both say the lines so differently. Like, yes. Blanche is like, wait till my roommates hear about this. Mm-hmm. And Rose is so excited. She's like, wait till Dorothy and Blanche hear mm-hmm. about this. Like, yeah. I just love that. Like, she's genuinely excited to share her experience yeah. with them and Blanche is like, oh, I can't wait to rub their noses in it. I know. And they're saying the same thing, but like they mean it totally Mm -hmm. differently. Mm hmm. I love that. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Okay. So, um, basically after this part, um, is where we kind of see the dating happening and we see Mm -hmm. the deception. This whole, we're at their house, right? Uh huh. Yeah. I, love this whole scene i think it's really clever and i love just the deception and how nobody how the women just don't catch on and he's you can tell he's freaking out the whole time i know i know and like another one pops in another one pops in and he's like how many like are there gonna be any more from the theater that walk into the only ones that he's dating right exactly exactly i know it almost feels and like it almost feels like it's choreographed yeah like a dance almost like like they walk in they do their thing they do their move Mm -hmm. they talk blanche goes away Mm -hmm. they do like they move all over the the living room yeah they use that whole space yeah and it's it's great i really like it yeah and the whole um part with the um 
the contact contact is like <laughs> oh my gosh who would fall for that i know and dorothy almost doesn't fall for it. actually all of them the only one that blanche doesn't really have a moment because she's the first one there right but dorothy right. and rose both almost catch him in his lie yeah and how but, i'm sorry but how did dorothy not well i guess dorothy didn't because she had you know the the stupid one with the contact like at least it was dorothy like if rose had played that same game it would not have worked oh yes you know? exactly but because dorothy love... was playing that and it was yes. rose she was trying to deceive yeah. like it worked out luckily because like her. as as audience members you're almost confused at that point right and like what rose the heck is fi- happening and rose almost figures it out and he mm-hmm. says yeah and she believed it and she just goes oh okay yeah 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 oh my gosh it's like a Hysterical, giant like whole it's, thing it's, yeah i really like and my favorite part is probably when he's talking about like they make up the whole thing about the contact solution Mm-hmm. and um he's telling i don't even remember at this point he tells one of the girls like oh yeah i came here because dorothy has a ton of contact solution mm-hmm. because she doesn't wear contacts yeah like what i know like what i think this was a really clever way to show that he's still dating all of them and the yes. lengths that they're going to to not yes. tell each other mm-hmm for sure yeah i i like that part i think it was perfect i just feel bad for the women yeah i do too like I, it's definitely what is it called when the audience knows but the a dramatic irony i think yeah or like there's like a third the fourth wall fourth wall yeah is that it is this no the no the fourth situation? wall is when you talk to the audience oh okay 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 that makes sense. Yeah. Dramatic irony is when, yeah, when the audience knows what's going on. And okay. the characters don't, you know. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So we know what a scumbag he is. And we see them, like, getting to the edge of figuring it out. And then they keep, like, he just <clears throat> says something to change their minds. Yeah. I, there's a lot. I usually don't like dramatic irony. Um, it makes me anxious sometimes. Yeah, it can make me like anxious. Like in Shrek 2. Yes, but if it's done the right way like this, yes, I love it. But if it's it not done the right way like Shrek or somebody's going to get hurt or it's not going to work out, it's not going to be a happy ending yeah. because of whatever. And I know they do that on purpose, obviously. Yeah. But I don't like, I do like Shrek 2 though. I do like Shrek 2, too. It just makes me anxious, yeah. It does. Shrek 2 is the, my, like, perfect example because I get so nervous. But I think I've watched it enough times now where I understand. But yeah. I think what works here is that it's very fast. Yes. And it's yes. pretty much the one scene where we yes. have to see it all un- unfold. Yes. Or when they're, like, anxiously dancing around, like, trying not to get caught. And it's done in a fun, funny yes. way. Yeah, like, we're still laughing at Patrick, even though he's the scumbag. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right. So, um... It's showtime. Yeah, it's showtime. <laughs> Love that. Um, And they, they're they at the play, because it's opening night. Woo! And it's funny how, like, the girls are just, like... Oh, I want to show Patrick a, a gesture of love, like, on opening night. Yeah, like, do you think that they think that this relationship is going to go past? Like, they they're must. Go- they have to, because, I mean, do they think, like, they're going to be the next, like, celebrity girlfriend, Vaughn? you know? Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. I'm kind of I mean, it's probably so. been weeks at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, probably. you know what? No, it's it's only been one. I think it's only been one week. Oh, really? Because um, Phyllis at one point says he's been getting it from me all week. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it's like a quick play. I mean, it, mm-hmm. how long do they need to rehearse if there's like three speaking parts and You're a million right. non-speaking townspeople? Like, Walk to this side of the stage. Okay, now walk back when he says this on this side of the... Yeah. And then unfold your picnic basket. No, yeah. <laughs> fold your blanket. Like, yeah. All right, well, they're all getting ready for the play and the manager comes out he's like 
I love his delivery. He like he like really commits to this line. He's like, Ronald Bromberg has come down with the flu. Oh no. I'm totally feeling his anxiety there. Like he did a great job with his mm-hmm. one line. So good. Um, and now Dorothy is going to play the sheriff. And she does it beautifully. I mean, the way Obviously. that she tucks her belly in. So we have like a, a beer gut there. I love it. Yeah. Well, speaking of the belly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little high, they, but. It, well, the thing about it is, is that they say that Dorothy's the only one who could fit the costume. Mm-hmm. But then they stuff her belly. Yeah. Well, I think like height wise. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Thank you. Okay, I You're feel welcome. better now. <laughs> okay, yeah, she's probably tall enough. Was there only one man in the play? Seems like it. Oh, well. Um. So Dorothy is the sheriff and... Pl- oh, wait, not places everyone yet. Because they're talking to Phyllis and Phyllis is trying mm. to give um, Patrick Vaughn a gift. Yes. And that's when they realize, Blanche and Rose at least, that Phyllis has been with Patrick this week. And then they realize that each other has been the other one. Like, the two of them realize Mm -hmm. that the other one has been sleeping. Maybe not sleeping, but at least dating Patrick. And then Ed comes out and says, places, everyone. Mm -hmm. And the play has to start. Going back to everybody, you know, having their time with him. When Uh the heck does this have the guy have any downtime? I know, I know, I know, I know. Like, I'm sorry, but self care. I mean, maybe that is a self care, but like, I know, I know. That's a lot of women. Like when they raise their hand at the end, how many was it? Like twenty. Oh yeah, at least. I mean, we do. We to me, we do have to note though. He um. He only dated them for, like, two hours at a time. That's, okay. I didn't know that. Well, because he um, told Blanche tonight at 8 o'clock, then he told Rose tonight at 10 o'clock, and then he told Dorothy tonight at midnight. Okay. So the play begins. My name's Biff. I'm a drifter. I love how the audience just laughs. They know that it's a joke. Like, yeah, it's just a funny spoof of that play. Mm-hmm. So dramatic. Um, and Rose and Blanche are basically bickering the whole time yes. on stage because like they're realizing like that they both they both they think that the other one is lying. But then right. they both realize that they're both telling the truth and really Patrick is the scumbag. Right. And one thing I love about this is besides the part where Rose and Blanche think that each other is lying, which I don't even think that counts. Um, I love how when the girls find out that they've been wronged by this guy, they're not mad at each other. You know, I feel like yeah. a lot of times in these situations, the girls or the women mm-hmm. are mad at each other when it's really the guy's fault and the guy's been I playing you the whole time. I totally agree with that. Like... I, I'm glad that wasn't the plot. I think that would have been a horrible plot if they had done that. Yeah, they all, like, revolt against Patrick. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, especially and when like, they find out how many. I know. So, at first, we think it's the, 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 well, Blanche and Rose think it's only, like, a couple of them. And, and Blanche shouts out, you, sir, are a dirtbag. Yes. Yes. And it's amazing, obviously. Oh, I'm sorry. It must be the heat. Yes. Um, this is such a good play for Blanche. It's very like, she should have gotten the role, honestly. It sure was, Biff. Like it, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but Dorothy comes on over as the sheriff. And basically, you know, we find out that Dorothy's been seeing him too. And, and finally they pretty much say like, screw it to the play. And they all right. start yelling at Patrick and, and calling him a dirt bag. And, <laughs> and I'm kind and, of wondering, and I just don't know, cause I don't know the play is uh-huh. if, if the play is kind of based kind of off of the show, not based off of yeah. the show, but like. Vice versa. They did the show because this is kind of what happens in the play. 
I don't know. Oh, like how the play might be related? Yeah. To this plot? Yeah. I don't know, though. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, the play had just started. Mm-hmm. Like, it basically opens and the audience meets Biff. He, like, talks to Josie for a second and then all these women in the town right. call him out. Yeah. So, and I love how the audience applauds. Yeah, so good. I mean, they were like, I don't know what's happening, but it sure is funny. I know, right? Like, all that happens is that you find out, you know, it's been 20 or so women that he's been getting with the whole oh week. I love, hold on. I love when they all raise their hands and Ed raises his yes. hand too. Do you like, think he had an affair with him? I wonder. He says, Ed, you damn liar. Put your hand down. Yeah. I, I think wonder- he might have, which is I fine. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine, but like. Well, it's not I fine. Know. You should, shouldn't be with that many people at once. Or at least oh, you should disclose that information. Yeah, at least be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I love how I. The only thing I wish I love how Blanche. I love how Blanche was the one to call him out. I really yes. like speak her piece, and mm-hmm. she did such a strong job. I kind of wish she had sent him out since she had initiated the whole thing. Right. But I also like it because Dorothy's the sheriff mm-hmm. and Dorothy kind of gets to say her piece, too. Yeah. But if Dorothy got to say her piece, I wish that Rose had gotten to say a little something, too. Yeah, Rose wasn't... I feel like Rose wasn't really in this that much. And to be honest, if you think about it... She wasn't. The, the um, Sophia wasn't really... I mean, the only... No! Side plot was at the beginning. I know. I was going to say, I was... I Did was it wondering ever wrap when I should up? mention it, but was no, still... I was going to say the side plot with Sophia never wraps up. Oh. I, never I mean, there's not really a problem right to now. solve, but they, they only talk about it at the beginning. doesn't oh. really serve a purpose. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but basically they come home later and <laughs> Rose is going on and she you knows she misses a joke and Dorothy calls her a tit mouse. So funny story about tit mouses is Sam. <laughs> those are just little birds, a type of bird. I and didn't know that. Sam is obsessed with them. That's hilarious. Yes. Oh my gosh. I had no idea. Why did, why did Dorothy call her a tit mouse? I don't know. Well, I think they're little, just little, little birds. Like not, I don't know if they're dumb or something or like little, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a random thing to call her. Mm-hmm. I feel like this whole last scene is just kind of making fun of Rose. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Like, I do love her line where she says, I feel so common, so cheap, so used. How do you usually deal with that, yes. Blanche? I and love those she's digs so of Blanche. She's so genuine about it. Like, she doesn't mean it in a yes. mean way. She's I know. like how like how do you deal with it like i need to know it's so funny yeah i I love that and i remember i vividly remember this joke as a child Mm -hmm. when blanche says rose for that i'm gonna flush the toilet while you're in the shower tonight yes remember when that used to be a problem yes and and i'm glad it's not anymore but i literally think of it every time someone flushes the toilet while i'm in the shower i wonder why it doesn't happen anymore I have no idea. Plumbing has just come very far. I'm so happy for us. As we say in the plumbing game. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Lou. Uh, Lou. (laughs) (laughs) And the one thing that makes me sad in this part is that Dorothy says, it's kind of a throwaway line, but she says, like, you know, it's kind of our fault for getting played. Like, we should have known it was happening. It's like, no! No, no, no! You Do not victim blame. No, he is a scumbag. Why wouldn't you trust him? You should be able to be with a man and fully, I mean, have your guard up always, but you shouldn't have to, you know? Exactly. Like, no, you shouldn't go into a relationship expecting that to happen. But I don't know. It's not a perfect world. I could see, like, going through that situation and being like, man, 
I, I wish messed I, up, but like, like you it's did. so easy to go back and say, "Oh, well, I should have noticed this. Oh, I should have noticed this." But yeah. if you're really truly having a good time with somebody, you kind of do put a blind eye up to those things. Yeah, you don't want to hear those things. Exactly, exactly. Like I'm sure they all thought about the scene earlier when they're like, "Man, how did I fall for that contact line?" Exactly, exactly. But poor things. Ugh, that's the episode. Yep, that's it. So, um, I only have one Blanche count, and that's Patrick. And was it Patrick Vaughn? I think so, yeah. I don't I didn't think I heard anybody else. Yeah, I didn't really either. There weren't any, like, stories or anything in this season. No, but that's fine. Yeah. We still got one. Um, okay, so it is an even episode, so I believe it's your turn to share the Lady of the Evening. Oh, um, I think it was, oh, shoot, who should I choose? Um, I, I never think about it until after we talk about it. Do you pick before? No, I don't. Okay. I never um, do. Um, I think I'm, I'm kind of stuck between two. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to choose Dorothy. Ooh, okay. Tell me why. I love that she played the sheriff. Uh, I thought she did a great job with that. You slept with the sheriff? Hopping in and helping everybody out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I thought her jokes were funny. I love, I mean, I can relate to her when she says, go away. I'm tired of arguing with you. Like, that's totally me. Um, I just, I enjoyed her in this episode a lot. Yeah. I thought she and Blanche really shined in this episode. Yeah. That's who I like. My second Rose wasn't in it as much. Yeah. Sophia wasn't either. So I was going to pick Blanche. So that worked out really nicely. Yeah. I thought Blanche did a great job. I love how she had her moment in standing Mm. up to Patrick. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I love, I just thought Blanche was amazing in this Mm -hmm. episode. She was, she was. And her boob moment and. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. So good. The way she worked it. She did. She did. Some great stuff there. (laughs) So what would you rank this episode out of 10? Um, probably 8, 8.5. I'll do 8 and a half. I enjoyed it. Not my favorite episode, um, but I did love how fast paced it was. I really like the fast paced ones where the jokes are good and it's pretty original idea. Um, yeah. And I love that. I do really appreciate that the women weren't victim blaming. They were blaming him and yeah. it was his fault. And they didn't, you know, go against each other. Like they, I feel like yeah. it almost started to, they, where they were like, wait, what? But then they're yeah. like, wait, what? Like this is, this guy is, you know, so. Yeah. Trash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to rank this episode of 10. Oh, tell me why. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. I've always loved it. I think it's just, I do, they they do this a few times when the girls are all interested in the same man. And I think this one was just done so right. I love it. Yeah. I love how they just established that this guy is like a really sexy guy. Mm-hmm. And they realize like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I really love it. I don't really, I mean, you know, there's a couple things that we notice that are like, continuity wise don't work right. but i just think this is a great episode yeah like i would show this to a non-golden girls watcher to show them like what the golden girls is yes that's definitely um, oh, well. an episode for you your episode yeah and i'm trying to think i think this might be our first episode where the girls are all swooned by the same man yeah i kind of don't like when they are just because i feel yeah. like they're so different they don't need the same type of man. And I feel I like whenever they are, it's just like a physical attraction, not like a deep yes. connection. And that's why I like this one. I don't that's think true. I like the other ones as much because they don't know. So true. they're not competing with each other. You yeah, know, that's true. It's like all accidental. Like mm-hmm. later with the artists, they don't they like true. get at each other's, you know, like, yeah, I like that they don't know at this point. So I think this was really done well. I will say I do like the episode where Sophia and Blanche are competing for a man. Oh my gosh. You're only going to sit in an inch of water? I, oh, because that's Sophia's humor plus Blanche's humor. Like their yeah. comebacks. Oh my gosh. Magical. I know. Uh, that's it. That, yeah, that should be a fun one. 
Yeah. All right. So. So next next week. Yeah. Next week, we're going to be talking about um, the episode before and after season two, episode 15. And what's that one again? This one is the one where um, Rose kind of has like that throat spasm, I think. And she thinks that she died. Like, she has her death experience, and then she moves out. Oh, I hate this episode. Yeah, I'm... Sorry, um, I do. Yeah, I'm not really... When I saw it was this one, I was kind of bummed. I think it'll Um, be good, interesting to talk about, though. I do, too. Like, near-death experience. This is... Yeah. I just... I get sad when she moves out and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And she has new roommates, and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean... I need to... Wa- I definitely I a... skipped this one, so I definitely need to watch it again. Yeah. It's kind of fun to watch ones that we skip a lot, so we can kind of really dive into why we don't like them, or why maybe we do like them now. Right. So, it'll be... It'll be interesting. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank you for being a friend. Let's do it. With Delilah. I love her. Hi there. Who's this? It's it's Jenna. Hi, Jenna. What you calling for tonight? I just I just wanted to talk about the love of my life. Oh, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she'd be like a mate. Oh, you, you sound smitten. Tell me all about them. Is this a new relationship? <laughs> 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 <laughs>